Hey guys, welcome to take four of Broke Nerd, Broke Nerd Podcast. I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. I really don't. I, this is literally my fourth attempt to actually do this podcast because I keep trying to add background music to this, but I keep messing up. I keep doing something I'm not supposed to do. And yeah, that basically deleted almost an hour's worth of um, audio I just did. And around the time when my voice actually sounded a little bit better than what it did now. And I do apologize. This is I'm a little frustrated because, yeah, I literally just my first time trying to do this episode. But, anywho, welcome to episode 3 of Broke Nerd Podcast. Now, here's the thing. We're going to go ahead and talk some stuff that I have been um, looking up. And another reason why I haven't been able to put out another episode was due to the fact that I have been actually trying to look up research stuff and finding information that I found interesting, comic book or nerdy related, that I wanted to talk about. And to basically fill up some episodes that I wanted to do. I've actually got three more episodes lined up, ready with materials. Well, actually, episode six, it's still a work in progress. But the other two episodes are lined up, ready to go. Because it kind of was a bit of a slow news week when it came to comic books and movies and TV shows and other stuff. So, yeah. But, anywho, let's go ahead and move on with um, Broke Nerd Podcast. And do apologize for a loud noise in the background. But, anywho, let me get a little relaxed and let's get this going. Now, first of all, we've been having really bad weather here in Michigan. It's been snowing, raining, icing over, and just a lot of bad weather. And we're still in like the low 20s. And so, so yeah, it's a bit cold over here. But, anywho, um, the one thing that brings this up awesome is during the whole snowmageddon a few weeks ago when we had the really bad um, snowstorm that hit Chicago all the way up to New York. That the thing is that this guy was actually getting a little bit of enjoyment behind it by actually dressing up like Mr. Freeze and going around doing snow puns, freeze puns, anything to get a laugh out of people, which was actually pretty funny. Like for one of them, he actually ran in, told a lot of people that from now on that he's changing the signs from stop to freeze. (laughs) And yeah, they're bad puns. But anywho, during, um, during this event in Sioux Falls, that this guy was going around trying to make everybody happy, trying to make everybody laugh. Apparently, one person did not like this. Apparently, this woman got offended when the guy told her to cool down, um, cool off with, um, cool down on the makeup. And now she got really offended and upset because of this. She ended up calling the cops on him, and sadly, the cops came. They interviewed the woman who um, 
She told them what happened. But yet the cops actually saw this woman. And yeah, she was had way too much makeup on. But sadly, she would not stop. She wanted to press charges. She wanted to this and that. So they ended up arresting the guy. Now, here's the thing. One thing I want to get across is that the only reason why she got offended and mad was due to the fact that she got called out on something. It's like they said, the only reason why you would get mad, upset, or offended by what somebody said is because it's the truth. That That's the main reason why she got mad. It's because she got offended because she knew it was the truth that she did, but she didn't want to hear it. But she didn't want to hear it. She wanted to live in a land of bliss that where she thought she was the God's gift to um God's gift to man, or if not God's gift to earth and everything as a beautiful woman. Now don't get me wrong, I'm not hating on her, but it's just you know, she could have just went with it, or if not, just be how she was. But the thing is, is that to kind of get a little bit mad about it, I mean, yeah, we all have stuff that we um, do that we get called out on. And yeah, we get mad about it, but yet we either choose to continue to keep doing it or if not, we do something to change that. I mean, those are one of the two options. I mean, we can't really say that. We want to keep on going like that. I mean, if she wants to make things different, if she wants to ease up on the makeup, then she needs to do that. If she wants to continue to do it, that's her. But the thing is that she has to be prepared to hear what people say and not get mildly offended. Because, I mean, you can't always call the cops on somebody who offended you or if not said something bad about you all the time. I mean, that's not how it works. But, you know, that's just me. And that's just my opinion. I know it's not everybody's opinion. I know it's not everybody's um, cup of tea. But, you know, it is how it is. But, anywho, while the cops were actually taking them to the um, Sioux Falls um, police department, he kept dropping the jokes. He kept making the cops laugh. And the thing is, is that he made these guys laugh so much, they let them go. I mean, that's saying something. It's like Gabriel Iglesias said, that if you can make a cop laugh, you can get away with some stuff. I mean, not murder and whatnot. (laughs) Like, I mean, we all know the jokes that Gabriel has done, like, especially the donut joke. Now, if you guys don't know it, then definitely watch some Gabriel Iglesias. Watch some Fluffy specials. Then you know what I'm talking about. But... Anywho, if you guys want to actually read this article, it should still be up on the SiouxFallsHeadliner.com. Or if not, do a Google. Yet again, another, it's worth a Google um, search. And actually look for the Mr. Freeze dropping snow puns. Or if not, Mr. Freeze telling jokes. <laughs> but, anywho, let's go ahead and move on to another thing. In all honesty, I'm actually going to skip some stuff because I don't want to screw this up again. So, like, I'm going to skip over some things. I had a recommendation for an anime, but um, if you guys want to, um, look up this one anime called Blood Lad. B-L-O-O-D-L-A-D. 
If you guys want to, give it a watch. I recommend watching it. It's a good show. Now, anywho, let's go ahead and move on to some other stuff. That during the whole Ghostbusters controversy. Yes, that's still going. That basically, um, the cast, the female cast, only two of them from the female cast are actually dead, dead set against Jason Reitman actually doing the Ghostbusters movie. Because the thing is, is that the 2016 movie is not in continuity. That is actually not part of the actual Ghostbusters universe. We have established that. But, sadly, the two people in their team do not see that. Basically, Leslie Jones and Melissa McCarthy don't feel that way. They feel that the Hollywood's being sexist. That's sexism. That they don't like seeing females um, success or succeeding or any of this other stuff. That's not the case. The only thing that was worse about it was the writing. I mean, Paul Feige um, tried his best at it. I mean, it was a hit, it was a swing and a miss. That's all we're gonna say. But the thing is, is that like one YouTuber said, the only good thing that we got out of it was Thor Ragnarok, because then we actually saw Chris Hemsworth can be funny. And but here's the thing Leslie Jones kind of went on a whole thing saying that oh they're sexist or oh yeah they don't want to see females succeed and whatnot no that's not the case I mean I'm all for uh, women being strong being independent doing everything that was groundbreaking to make something of themselves there's nothing against that and like with Melissa McCarthy when she was actually doing an interview for her new movie apparently someone brought up saying that like what about the Ghostbusters movie she's going like well it's kind of sad that people um, don't like it it's because like I thought it was a good movie everybody else thought it was a good movie and that a lot of them were going like oh I hated it it was terrible you ruined my childhood she's going like well that's kind of sad that your childhood's made up of that stuff and you know, she kind of did a bad thing there. That she went after the fans. That's the one thing you never do as an actor is besmirch your fans. Because these are the guys and these are the people that are going out and buying the merchandise. These are the people that are paying to go watch these movies. These are the people that are buying your merchandise that you advertise or if not, you product place in movies and have people go do that. That's like the same thing with Marvel. I mean, Marvel listens to their fans because us, the fans, we're the ones going out there buying the merchandise. We're the ones going out there buying the t-shirts, the toys, the action figures, the special edition, the limited edition collectibles, the comics, anything that has to do with Marvel. We're the ones going out there and buying the stuff. The parents, um, they're are parents to kids that love Marvel they're out there going buying that stuff so when you turn your back on the fans and that's that's game over <laughs> that's definitely game over because yeah I mean why I mean we're the ones in their team putting money in your guys's pocket and 
like for you to say that i mean you're kind of almost damaging your own self here melissa i mean you are a funny woman do not get me wrong you are a very wonderful beautiful and funny woman but when you kind of say crap like this, it kind of makes people second guess and their thing going like, well, she kind of acts like this to our fans. Do we really want her in our movies? Got to think about that. But anywho, let's go ahead and move on. Now, the thing is, is that we actually have an animated series coming out from Amazon. It's actually based off of Robert Kirkman's Invincible series. Now, Robert Kirkman has hit it out of the park with The Walking Dead. It has been a cult icon within itself. Now, he's bringing one of his other new um, cult following things to the animated world which is one of his other comic book series Invincible now we actually got some people that are going to be in it I'm just going to give you a snippet of who's going to be in it Steven Yun who was Glenn from The Walking Dead got J.K. Simmons um, who is known as the voice of the yellow M&M the J. Jonas Jameson from Sam Raimi's Spider-Man movies and He's the guy from State Farm commercials. Now, here's a quick thing. I actually, for myself, did not know that he was the voice of the yellow Eminem for a very long time. But when I actually found that out, I thought that was pretty awesome. That was going like, really? <laughs> the State Farm guy is actually the voice of the yellow Eminem. That's a bit shocking. But, anywho, um, there's the, um, him, there's Zazie Beats, who is known as Domino from Deadpool 2, or if not, if a lot of people follow Danny Glover's show from FX, Atlanta, she was on that, and oh my god, Atlanta, definitely watch that show, that is a good show, I actually really like it, but we all know this other person, he's a fan favorite, and a huge person, and the voice voiceover community who is Mark Hamill now if a lot of people are like Mark who Ooh, if you do not know who Mark Hamill is you better turn your geek card in right now turn it in rip it up do what you need to do because I banished thee from being a geek if you do not know who Mark Hamill is <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I'm just kidding um, Mark Hamill is internationally known as Luke Skywalker from the original Star Wars trilogy. But he has gone on to other things, but he has been mainly known as voicing the Joker for Batman the Animated Series, a few other Batman-related um, animated shows and movies, and he's been known to actually voice the Joker from um, the Batman Arkham Asylum games or the Arkham games and on top of that if you guys want to if it's still up on Netflix Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back he is actually in that movie but I am not going to say his name because yeah <laughs> you would be surprised what his name is but anywho yeah 
Um, Mark Hamill is a great person. Seth Rogen's going to be in it. So as you can see, just those names alone, you already know the show's going to be a good thing. And for one, I actually am looking forward to seeing how Amazon does with the animated series. And especially a huge fan following of the um, comic series of Invincible. Now, let's go ahead and move on to other stuff. Now, here's the thing. James Gunn has, was, and is let go by Disney because of controversial um, tweets that he sent out 10 years ago. Which I actually still think it was a terrible idea to fire him because we all know now that James Gunn is working with Warner Brothers, working with DC, and actually is the new director of the Suicide Squad. Now, the Suicide Squad is not going to be a sequel. It's going to be a reboot. So, definitely that's going to be happening. But, the thing is that sadly, Disney let him go. There has been a whole big thing behind it. Dave Bautista went into his defense about it. But, they have been asking around to other directors about... Um, Disney's been asking around, hey, do you guys want to do this movie? And who they tapped was Taika Waititi, who was the director of Thor Ragnarok and the voice of um, Grog, the giant rock figure. Uh, the person, rock person, there we go. And then um, there was Chris Miller. And on top of that, Edgar Wright. Now, Edgar Wright has been known um, in the British movie industry as the guy who did Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, The World's End, and he's been U.S. known for doing the movie Scott Pilgrim vs. the Universe. Now, I um, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Now, I love Scott Pilgrim um, vs. the World. I love the movie. I have the books. I just gotta get um get to it and read them <laughs> but anywho they have all three of them refuse to actually direct the third Guardians of the Galaxy movie now that's saying volumes where these three big name directors are refusing to do it and one of them actually pointing out saying that yeah we don't really see anybody else doing it except for James Gunn and here's the thing Disney could have went at it at a different way. Disney could have gone like, okay, James, this is what we're going to do. We're going to let you work on Guardians 3. We're going to have you finish it. We're going to have you do whatever you need to do with it. And then, after that, we're cutting ties. Professionally, we're not going to have any association with you. We're not going to want to... Um, have you back for any other movies and whatnot and we're just gonna make a clean break and just um, part ways you know if they actually did it that way I felt like this could have been good but nope Disney had to do what they did and yeah it got messy real quick and because of that yeah but what's the most contradicting part of it is that the fact is, is that they're going to be using his script that he wrote for the movie. But yeah, he's not going to be directing it. And here's the thing. That's kind of sad because this guy wrote and directed the first two movies. Even when the Infinity War came out. The Russo brothers 
had James Gunn come in, write dialogue for the Guardians for the movie. Because nobody else knew the Guardians like James Gunn did. And because of that, Disney made a bad idea to go like, yeah, why didn't you guys let him finish the movies and then parted ways? Well, all know, because Disney being squeaky clean, that they can't have their names besmirched, or if not, have anything to do with controversy, because we all know with, like, T.J. Miller and, like, um, Harvey Weinstein and a lot of other controversial stuff that has been happening that they just didn't want to be a part of it. So they basically kind of did what they all would do. Is that like when your hands get infected or whatnot, you cut it off to prevent spreading of it getting worse. And that's what they did. But it was like in the early stages of it. And because of that, they basically just chopped the whole hand off for nothing. And yeah, that's kind of sad. But, like I said, James Gunn is now at um, Warner Brothers, and he's directing Suicide Squad. Now, I'm actually really looking forward to actually seeing who he brings on for the Suicide Squad. Because whoever did the first movie, they kind of have a little bit right. The only person that was actually not a part of Suicide Squad was actually Katana and Harley Quinn. Those are the only ones that I know that were not actually originally part of the Suicide Squad. But, everybody knows Harley is a very popular character. That um, she had a huge fan following, a huge fan base. And to put her into a Suicide Squad movie, that would have brought in those fans. Among other fans and everything that were part of the Suicide Squad. That was the main reason. And don't get me wrong, I love Harley. She was great in Batman the Animated Series. And she actually made her first appearance in comics during, I think it was issue 20 of the Batman Adventures in DC. And that book is highly sought after for any fans that are um, for Harley Quinn. Because that is the very first ever comic book appearance of Harley Quinn. Now, let's go ahead and move on to other stuff. Now, we're actually going to talk quickly, or if not, we're going to talk about the Umbrella Academy. Now, currently right now, I'm actually in the process of actually watching the whole season. I'm going to binge watch the crap out of it. Because I've been looking forward to watching the Umbrella Academy ever since like two years ago. That they announced that they're going to have the series on Netflix. I've been really looking forward to seeing it. And now, I've seen the first episode. I really like it. I really want to see how the rest of the um, how the rest of the season plays out. Even though I have read the books. Um, the current one that I haven't been reading is Hotel Oblivion. Because I have been holding off. For the trade paperback version of the book to come out. I know. That's the worst thing to do. Because it kills comic sales when you wait for the trade. Me. I kind of want to do them. Because like. 
some of the books are pricey. I mean, heck, for the Dark Horse books, they're like about $5 or, yeah, they're like about $5 an issue. So if there's like six issues, that's like 5, 10, 15, 20, 20. That's like about 30 bucks and all of that. But yeah, when you get the graphic novel of it or the trade paperback, it's like about 10 or so dollars cheaper if you get it that way. And then plus you get all the special edition stuff like the um, drawings, um, the um, Valiant covers, like other stuff that you wouldn't normally not get. Because Valiant covers, depending on who draws them and how many copies are released of them, they're really sought after and they, they're kind of pricey. Um, you can make some good money off of a variant cover if you come across of it. Because if there's like one of like 44 of them being made, the lower the number, the higher the price. The single digit numbers are the ones you should go for. Because those are the ones that will actually give you more value. And if not a bigger price tag, if you have those ones. Any of the other ones, you're still going to fetch in some money. But... Like I said, um, like let's say um, one of 44, that one's gonna have the highest price tag on it. Every other one from two to nine, they're still gonna have good value, but those ones are gonna be hard to come by. But anywho, um, like I said, there's actually so many books out for it. There's um, a out, um. Apocalypse Suite, Dallas, the current one, Hotel Oblivion, and then there is a fourth one coming out. And this has actually been made by um, writer Gerard Way and um, Gabrielle Ba. Now, here's the thing. If Gerard Way is a familiar name, it's due to the fact that it's actually the lead singer of one of my favorite bands, My Chemical Romance. Now, these guys... Like, I love listening to them. I, um, I actually, I think I still have, like, the Black Parade CD. Yeah, that's how old school and that's how huge of a fan I was. Is that I actually bought a whole entire album, a CD, a compact disc. Kids, ask your parents, what's a mixtape? <laughs> now, that's old. Like, or if not, I was going like, Mom, Dad, what's a cassette tape? I was going like, oh, my son, you better take a seat because you're all about to learn today. <laughs> oh, my God. I think it's either I'm getting into this about being funny or I'm getting loopy. One of the two. <laughs> but anywho, um, the thing is, is that, yeah, that's how huge of a fan I was. I was on it from the... Um, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge, The Black Parade, and the other albums that have came out. Like, definitely, I um, they are a great band. And he, um, Gerard Way, was actually a great singer, but he was also a really great comic book writer. Because he was a huge fan like I was. Yeah, I was a huge fan of comic books. And he was able to bring his creation to life. And now it's actually in two ways. In comic book form and now in the live action series. Now, if you guys get a chance, I highly recommend you guys going out, um, watching it on Netflix. If you have it, cool. 
If you need to borrow the password from somebody that you do know, get that password. But, anywho, let's go ahead and move on to other stuff. But before that, I am actually going to take a quick commercial break, and we will be right back with more of Broke Nerd Podcast. Alright, welcome back to Broke Nerd Podcast. Now, let's go ahead and move on to other stuff. We are actually going to talk about Glass. Now, this is the newest movie that has came out by writer and director M. Night Shyamalan. Or how other people say M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> no, just kidding. But M. Night has came out with Glass, which is the trilogy, which and on combination is a trilogy movie of Unbreakable because Unbreakable was the first one Split was the sequel to it and that Glass is actually the third one so before you guys go see Glass I highly recommend going to watch Unbreakable first then Split then Glass now here's the thing the movie overall was phenomenal The only one thing that I did not like is there's like three twists in that. The third one, I could definitely been good without. Because if they actually did not add that into there, I feel like that would have been a great ending to the Unbreakable series. But because of that, now it kind of leaves it open to new stuff or if not spinoff series or something else that is part of the Unbreakable universe. But overall, I will say that Glass was a really good movie. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to say anything about the movie. But let's just say two twists, good. Three twists, you're just going to end up breaking your hip. Plain and simple. But anywho, like I said, if you guys want to watch the movie, don't jump into Glass without knowing Split or if not knowing Unbreakable. It's like the same thing that my brother made a mistake about. He tried to watch the um, Matrix movies. He got completely confused because he went on to Matrix Revolution. And I was going like, dude, no, (laughs) this is how you have to watch the movies. You have to watch the Matrix. Then you gotta watch the Animatrix. Then after that, you watch Reloaded. And once you watch Reloaded, that's when you watch Re- um, Revelations or whatever the third Matrix move is called. But anywho, um, like I said, don't confuse yourself. Watch the first two movies before you watch that. But anywho, we're gonna go ahead and move on to something else. That apparently Chris Claremont, who is known as a juggernaut in the writing community for DC, Marvel, but mainly known for relaunching the X-Men during the 80s, um, 80s to um, early 90s. Because he's written um, story arcs like the Asgardian Wars, the Dark Phoenix Saga, and Mutant Genesis. Now, Mutant Genesis was the um, story arc that brought the X-Men into the mainstream because Dark Phoenix Saga was an amazing book as Guardian Wars was good 
but Mutant Genesis is pretty much what put the X-Men on the map. And the thing is, is that apparently um, Idris Alba, which I do apologize for butchering his name, um, pretty much he pictures him playing Bishop in the X-Men universe because of, you guessed it, of the new Hobbs and Shaw Fast and Furious spinoff movie. Because apparently Alba is supposed to play like the superhuman villain in the movie. And because of that, Chris Claremont saw that and he was like, you know, he could actually play Bishop. I see him playing Bishop and you know, in all honesty, I kind of see him doing it too. Because, I mean, it's all really cool enough that he's going to be the new James Bond. He killed it as Heimdall in the Thor movies. And he's been known in um, the British Broadcasting Channel TV show Luther. He has done many older projects, but if you kind of look, these are the big things that he's known for. But I definitely picture him playing Bishop. Now, here's a quick thing about Bishop. Bishop is actually a mutant from the Days of Future Past, the universe, um, or the possible future. Because apparently one thing led to another, the Sentinels take over. They go after mutants first, then they go after um, people with abilities. Then once after that, they started to go after humans. And basically, Bishop was born into basically a um, concentration camp. And that's where him and um, Magneto had stuff in common. Because Bishop grew up in a concentration camp. So did Magneto. Magneto grew up in it during World War II, which, yeah, we know how bad World War II was. But the thing is, is that that's how Bishop was. But he came back in time, was trying to prevent something, didn't work out. But, anywho, um, his main po- um, mutant powers is that he can get zapped by any kind of ray, beam, energy in one eye, and he can direct it ten times more back to the person, which I actually think that's pretty awesome. Oh, excuse me. I've been a little gassy lately, so I do apologize for that. But, anywho, let's go ahead and move on to some other stuff. Um, actually, I think that's it. <laughs> because I see some older stuff. I was going to do a top 10 list of like the most powerful Teen Titans, but uh, I don't know. I'm probably not going to do that. I'm actually going to cut this episode short because, like I said beforehand, I was just really upset because um, I tried this already four times. I messed up the last three times. Um don't want to do it again <laughs> but anywho I'm actually going to try to get out some more episodes and then on top of that too probably with better voice quality because I actually just bought some equipment for my podcasting because like I really want to get more invested in this and I've invested some stuff by getting a mic some other stuff to be able to really do this and I really want to keep this going I really want to keep doing this and I do apologize first and foremost about not putting any other episodes out because I kind of been a little bit busy 
And on top of that too, it says I've been looking up articles and doing research on um, trying to fill in some episodes. I've actually got two episodes already lined up. I'm currently working on one at the moment. And then plus on top of that too is that I'm probably going to be gone for the next two days watching Umbrella Academy on Netflix. But anywho, I just want to leave this to you guys that wherever you are, I hope you guys are having a great day, great afternoon, great evening. If you're here on the East Coast, bundle up, stay warm. If you guys are on the West Coast, I hate you because you guys got the nice weather, the sunshine, and yes, I am doing the angry old man thing by shaking my fist at you guys, but you guys can't see that. But anywho, I just want to say good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This has been Broke Nerd Podcast signing off.